0: Waking up in the dumpster, sunny day around.
1: Folgers I'm- Coffee, this is not Ned.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Audio Shelf,
1: a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany.
0: And we are the voices in your head. Today, we're going to be talking about Dead Man, Black Magic Outlaw, Book One, by Domino Finn. Narrated by Neil Helleggers. Publisher is Blood and Treasure. Audiobook release date was May 6, 2016. Duration was 7 hours and 57 minutes. And the genre is Supernatural, Fantasy, Paranormal, and Urban.
2: So, our summary taken from Goodreads is... I'm Cisco Suarez, necromancer, shadow drummer, black magic outlaw. Sounds kind of cool, doesn't it? It was, right until I woke up half dead in a dumpster. Thank you. I think that's the least of his worries. <sighs> Did I say half dead? Because I meant 100% dead, full on. I don't do things halfway. So here I am, alive for some reason, just another sunny day in Miami. It's a perfect paradise, except I'm into something bad. Wanted by police, drenched in the stink of dark magic, and dumpster. <laughs> dumpster. <laughs> Nether creatures coming out of the woodwork, and don't get me started on the Haitian voodoo gang. Trust me, it's all fun and games until there's a zombie pit bull on your tail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so even funny. <sighs> I'm Cisco Suarez, necromancer, shadow charmer, black magic outlawed, and... Totally screwed. (laughs) That was really good. That was really good. I'll take my Oscar
1: in the mail, please.
0: Wow. Okay. First couple of thoughts about this book is Cisco Suarez was so into himself.
2: He really was.
0: (laughs) When you talk in third person like that, you already set me off. (laughs) (laughs) And second of all, how sarcastic can you be every sentence?
1: I don't know. Like,
0: I felt like every sentence was sarcasm.
1: That's what I was trying to figure out the entire process of the book. I was like, how can you have such a egotistical, dislikable character (laughs) and we're following him?
0: Yes. I mean, even in the the summary of the book, did I say half dead? Because I meant 100% dead. Full on. Yeah. I don't do anything halfway. I'm
1: like, it's like what? you're trying to brag about yourself being 100% dead. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not a good thing. Yeah. Like, why are you trying to make it a good thing?
0: For the insurance money.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> anyway, uh. let's talk about Neil a little bit before we jump into the content of the book.
0: All right. So, I absolutely adored Neil Hillegger's narration. Yes. I thought it was phenomenal. I think he submersed himself into the role. His depiction of this character made me dislike the character more. He had this sarcastic, crude, rough, and tumble voice that I was just like, I do not like you. Yeah. But I owe it to Neil. He gave me that vision. Yeah. And without that narration, I don't think... I think I would have been super bored with no thoughts about this book.
1: A hundred percent. Did I say... (laughs) Did I say a hundred percent? Because I meant two hundred percent.
0: You don't do anything halfway.
1: I won't do anything 100% way. (laughs) You're absolutely right. His tone was gruff, but it wasn't so much that it was distracting. Mm -hmm. And it was absolutely perfect for the character.
0: Yes. The only thing I would have changed, and I think I mentioned this... On my Audible review, my Goodreads, is I wish Neil gave us more of a Latino vibe. Yeah. I feel like that would have made Cisco brighter. Mm -hmm. And it would have been like, okay, this is the kind of culture I'm in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because
1: his parents and his sister's friend, Milena, had the Latino accents and it just kind of fit the culture that they were in in Miami because mm-hmm. he was constantly around people with different accents and he was the only one that had just kind of a, I don't know, a normal... His
0: accent was kind of whitewashed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a whitewashed accent,
0: but but I love the fact that Neil was able to provide other characters with great accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he was doing feminine a- accents or feminine voices with accents. The African Haitian accent was real good. Ooh. That had, gave me chills. I really think he he did great with all the other ones. I just wish Cisco had that little flavor, that spicy Latin flavor.
1: Yeah, I was really happy when we weren't on Cisco. When Cisco wasn't talking, I didn't like Cisco as a character. And so I just wanted to hear what Neil did to all the other characters because it was fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to talk about in terms of how Neil read Cisco was, and I don't think this is Neil's fault at all. I felt like every sentence was three to five words long. In the summary, let's. I'm Cisco Suárez, a necromancer, shadow charmer. Like I feel like there's all, all these unnecessary pauses in, yeah. the, in the writing
1: he's trying to hit us with something informative when it doesn't need to be there
0: and in the writing world that's called prose and i feel like that is the fault of domino finn was nothing flowed nicely and i'm serious it's like here i am period alive period in the dumpster period and i just feel like that's unnecessary if you're gonna tell me a story tell me a story I can still be with the character and be along with the journey that he's on without having every single thought in his head be read as a thought.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That's one of the notes that I had too, especially when Cisco was going to Martine's house and he went in and he started making peppers and he started making food. Mm -hmm. It got a little too wordy for me. Mm -hmm. There wasn't... A need to have Cisco explain his entire process and then continue on with the story. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't necessary. And I understand that the part where he's cooking comes back into play later, but I didn't know how to make a typical Spanish dish.
0: Yeah. And my biggest problem with that is I don't want a zombie cooking my food. That's dirty. That's dirty, unsanitary. Where is the FDA? Yes. Continue.
1: I just felt like the action was there and it was broken up by these random parts of overly describing what was happening. Mm -hmm. And it could have been cut out and it could have cut a little time out. So I feel when we get to the question about was this too long? Yes.
0: Completely too long.
1: There There was about 50 minutes that probably could have been cut out just by cutting out Cisco being sarcastic when I didn't particularly feel like his character was supposed to be sarcastic. Mm -hmm. I know that's probably how Domino wrote him, but it wasn't necessary. Mm
0: -hmm. Especially if you have such a generous and kind narrator Mm -hmm. voice Mm -hmm. providing a character for Domino. At times, I didn't believe that Cisco was as badass or sarcastic as he should have been because Neil had a very nice voice to him. It was very friendly, but he was still having that I'm a zombie, I'm going to get revenge on who killed <laughs> voice. I feel like it just didn't match with the character. Yeah. But not to say anything negative about Neil's narration cuz I think he did best for what he was given.
1: Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of different ways that the characterization of Cisco could have been handled. The way I read Cisco was caring. He was a family person. Mm-hmm. He really, really wanted to get back to his family and see them and hug them and just be with them. And then he also had the passion for magic. Mm-hmm. But the way that I think he was supposed to be portrayed was egotistical, careless, just very selfish. Mm-hmm. And I did not get that at all because yeah. there was two different ways that it could have gone.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's one of those situations where you kind of get to pick which way you want it to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what got me through the audiobook was I want him to be that nice, caring family person because of Neil's voice. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, exactly. But
0: not because of the writing, because the writing kind of threw me off a little bit.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think if you have those two different characterizations, and it's not actually a deliberate struggle between the two, because it never was. I think that he was written to be this kind of like smartass. And the way that he comes across in the book with everything lined up is not like that at all. He comes across as caring about the people around him.
0: Yeah, exactly. And now that we're talking about the writing, because I do want to keep talking about the performance, but I want to kind of knock out my notes about the writing. Mm -hmm. For this book, and I'm really glad that there's tons of sequels, I think there's about six right now, five or six of them out, and it's awesome that there's so many sequels. And they, I feel like Domino Finn has this world that he's created, which I'm interested in seeing where it goes. But for this one book, it was so much information thrown at me at once, and I didn't know what to take from it. I know I keep referencing the summary because it was a. Ve- I think it was a very good summary for the the audiobook. Mm-hmm. He lists things that he's in. Yeah. Necromancer, shadow charmer, black magic outlaw. And I feel like all those words, I feel like if you're going to write a book about something, let's build on the powers and supernatural things that are, that are going on. I feel like there's so much information just kind of thrown at my face.
1: Yeah. There was a lot of parts where something action-packed happened, and then I thought that was going to be the direction that the book followed for mm-hmm. the entire thing. But exactly. then it veered off and went in different directions. There was other things happening. There was about five different major fights in the book that I thought, okay, this is the finale. This is where it wraps up. No, actually, it doesn't. Exactly. And I got confused at the end.
0: I was super confused. I was I was like, what is going on? Like, what, what is the main point of this book? Is it black magic? Is it revenge? Is it being chased by this voodoo gang? Is it family stuff that we find out later in the book? what is going on? What is the point that I should be caring about the most?
1: There was just so many little things, like the stuff with Emily. Mm -hmm. And that was just, I felt like that was tacked on.
0: I didn't get a good picture at all of magic going on. I Mm -hmm. just remember people being risen.
1: And fighting. And
0: fighting. Everything was so convoluted.
1: Yeah. I feel like when we're listening, the world is very distracting to us because we usually do other things while we're listening. But with this book, I really tried to concentrate But inside the book was so distracting. Mm -hmm. With everything else, I couldn't focus on the small bits of the book Mm -hmm. that probably mattered greatly.
0: So I wonder if this is a book that you should read with your eyes and not listen to it with your ears.
1: Mm -hmm. Or do both.
0: Or do both. Because I feel like that would give you a better picture. But listening to it was very difficult. And I even had this on one speed.
1: Yeah, same.
0: And then I just got, I still was lost.
1: Yeah. But I still would want everybody else to experience Neil's reading.
0: So going back to Neil and his narration, what were the highlights of it?
1: I definitely feel that his interest in the book was the biggest shining moment. Mm -hmm. Because he really invested a lot into the characters. Every single character had a different voice. Yes, and I know that's talking about the the vocal work again, but I feel that really comes through in a strong way when a narrator is incredibly invested in a story. Mm-hmm. They're able to take their voice and do black magic things Ooh. with it. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I see what you mean, even in the times of the the fighting scenes and the screaming scenes, because Cisco screamed a lot. Neil was in the moment; mm-hmm. he was screaming with Cisco. Mm -hmm. And as a narrator, that's what sets you apart from other narrators is that you can feel what is going on in the character's mind. Mm -hmm. And you're giving it to us and you're allowing us to feel that way. So when he's screaming, and if I'm listening to it in my car driving, I better be swerving. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like,
1: oh, oh crap. Oh my God. Exactly. They feel like they're behind you with whatever evil things are happening.
0: And Neil Hligers definitely did that.
1: Yeah. What was your favorite character? Or who was your favorite character?
0: My favorite character was Milena. I really enjoyed her, and I think what Neil did with her voice kind of was the reason why she was my favorite. I was always interested to see what she was getting into, what she was bringing to the table. Right. And I really enjoyed that character out of all of them.
1: Yeah. My favorite character, I think, was the tattoo artist Casper.
0: Oh, I love Casper!
1: He had such a great voice for casper and that character was so minor to the book so minor i mean he helped cisco at a very pivotal point in his life but he just had such a small part in Mm -hmm. the book that he was in and out very quickly but the time that he was in there just kind of made me really happy in, yeah. a, in an odd way. I think it might have been his, his accent or something mm-hmm. that, he, that Neil used for him.
0: And it's amazing that Neil picked up on a small character and gave him so much personality. Yeah. I think that's probably why you liked him so much. Yeah. Is because the narrator took time to develop this small character.
1: Yeah. Because even though his bit in the book was small, Neil made him very large mm-hmm. in the feeling. So it was a great, great job. How did you listen to this book?
0: Well, this book was something I really kind of, once I started listening to it, I wanted to finish it ASAP. That's like A-S-A-P.
1: That's like you want to get through A-S-A-P, A-S-A-P. So you say
2: ASAP.
0: Exactly. Wanted to get through it quickly.
2: (laughs) Why? Because
0: I just did not like the content of the book. Mm -hmm. And... I really hope that I get to hear or have the opportunity to hear other books narrated by Neil, because I feel like I would enjoy those slightly more because of the content of those books, maybe. Mm -hmm. But it was a good first opening for this book to introduce me to Neil. Um, But yeah, I listened to it on my way to work. And I think I also listened to it in the bathtub. It was one of those wine nights. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's how I listened. How did you listen to this?
1: I listened to this book at the gym mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And then eventually I had the same feeling as you as I wanted to get through the content as quickly as possible because I just, I needed to move on. Mm-hmm. I was spending too much time seething with the book mm-hmm. and just getting angrier and angrier at it. And I think that was having like a negative effect on my experience with the book. So I just eventually sat down and listened to it all, got through it, and I think listening to it quicker allowed me to appreciate Neil's voice a little bit more and Mm -hmm. appreciate the work that he put into it because I wasn't listening to it for 45 minutes to an hour every other day. I was Mm -hmm. listening to it two hours in the span of a few hours. Yes.
0: Yes. I agree. Where should where should one listen to this type of book?
1: In a dumpster. I was going to say that.
0: <laughs> definitely in a dumpster.
1: Yeah, definitely after you've been awoken from the dead. Mhm. Um,
0: dumpster diving. I think homeless people would like this book a lot. So I think we've already answered whether we would listen to this book again or read it.
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: think I would give it a try by listening to it and reading it as I go along. Yeah. Just so I get all the information that I may have missed in the first listen. Yeah. But overall, me personally, I would shove this audiobook completely. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Because I'm not interested in hearing more about Cisco Suarez. Yeah, But I am interested in hearing more of Neil Hallegger's. So I would shelf Neil.
1: I would cast a dark magic spell on this book and <laughs> keep it locked away in a shed somewhere.
0: You're such an outlaw.
1: I am. I am an outlaw. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. With my magic. Uh, I agree with you. I would shelf Neil and I would shove this book just because, oh my gosh. And also, I don't think we touched on the fact that the book took place within a three day period.
0: So much information in three days.
1: Yeah, because the second book is, it's a week been after. a week. Yeah. That's just too quick for me.
0: Too quick. Focus on your writing, focus on your prose, Mr. Finn. Thank you for joining us today for Dead Man Black Magic Outlaw, Book One
2: by Domino Finn.
0: And if you want to hear more of Neil Hellegger's, which I strongly advise, please go on our website and click on the Audible affiliate link, find some of his work, and get two of those audiobooks for free from Audible if you download the 30-day trial.
1: And if you want to stay up to date with us, follow us on Twitter at AudioshelfMe, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast, Google Play Music, and Stitcher.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good list of things that you can listen to us on.
1: Yes, and you should. You should do all three.
0: Mm. And also leave us some love. We love that comment section just as much as you do. I haven't watched too much Southern Charm.
2: You have. You <laughs> really have. But I love it. I love having someone to talk to. <laughs>
0: I need sweet tea. All right. Anyway. Bye. bye. Oh, pow. I'm dead. I'm dead man.
2: I will rise. Rise. Rise.
0: In the dumpster. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday.
1: If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me.
0: We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Today we're going to talk about how the unicorn frappuccino has killed many people. Yo quiero Taco Bell! Hola!
2: It's offensive.
0: So It's like
2: death magic.
0: I'm getting... Okay. So I'm getting confused because I thought it was someone that wakes up the dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did get the book. Okay.
1: (laughs) I'm glad we're establishing that now.
0: I'm Cisco Suarez. Oh, wow. I sound like Neil. What's that song by Justin Timberlake and Sierra?
1: They have a song?
0: Um... Black magic outlaw, sexy outlaw,
1: isn't it? Is that a, is that a song?
0: Sexy magic, love of sex magic. So a guy walks into a bar. Okay. And says, I'm Cisco Suarez. Publisher was blood of, wait, I thought that was the, the genre. <laughs> <laughs> and the genre was Supernatural.
2: Supernatural. <laughs> I'm Cisco's qu- what?
0: <laughs> I'm Cisco's quorus. <laughs> is
2: that a good is that a good man voice?
0: Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Kinda turned me on.
2: Oh god. <laughs> Wanted by police, drenched in dump. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you slap your face?
0: <laughs> you mean you slap your face, quiet. <laughs> I
2: do I can't clap, I can't slap.
0: Because you yeah. had this like start, start you know. At times I didn't believe Domino was as badass or Cisco. Oopsie. Cut that out, Brittany. <laughs>